Welcome back in as we build up to Christmas. We're bringing you lots of themed Christmassy type things. And as a young fella, I used to love going to the Surf and Sand Holiday Park in a Hopi Beach. Um, camping's a big part of a lot of people's lifestyles over Christmas and New Year. And we're joined now by Peter Crawford, who's part of the Top 10 Holiday Park group. He's got the Waitomo one. Peter Crawford, I'm jealous. You live in a holiday park. It's a pretty good place to be, Staffy. Yes. <laughs> How? What's the lifestyle? First of all, we talk about top tens. We will get into that. What's it life? What's life like living in like a idyllic situation like you? I know you guys work bloody hard, particularly from now through to the sort of the end of Feb. But what's the lifestyle like for, for a campground owner? Yeah, you bang on like um, many small business owners. We get a bit of a balance, but we never quite know what's coming next. So. Um, we have the business side, the operational sides, um, you know, that includes keeping the bank happy, keeping the staff happy, <laughs> um, but the exciting stuff's keeping the guests happy and just hanging out with them. So um, my kids are fantastic at making friends and, um, you know, there's always a, a small horde of kids running around, whether it's at the pool or on the bikes or whatever it is. Um, so lots of sort of happiness. We talk about creating memories and um, we just get to live that life um, more often than, than most people do. So we're really fortunate. Yeah, and the cool thing for us when we were kids, um, you'd go to your, your campsite and it's the same people at the same time every single year and it's like, like you never left. These, these really cool bonds that I think can only happen when you're camping. Yeah, a big part of the camping idea, or and sometimes we talk about it as a product, but it's actually the people around you and the community that you make. And so, um, yeah, most people's camping experience is enhanced by the people around them, which is a bit different to most other types of accommodation and, and maybe even other things. If you go to a restaurant, you don't necessarily talk to the people around you, but you know, when you're in a campground, um, yeah, it's all part of the experience to help them out and have a beer and you know share a barbecue or whatever it is that you do. And just looking on your website, actually, I've never been to your your um, campground. It looks fantastic. The the variety of types of things: two bedroom hotel, one bedroom hotel, ensuite unit, deluxe cabins, powered sites for motorhomes, powered sites for caravans, and then complete freedom camping with non-powered sites. How much have you had to adapt to what people want from a camping trip? Because, again, when I was a young fellow, I think there were like four cabins and the rest of us were caravans and tents. It looks like it's changing a bit. Oh, it's absolutely changing. And, geez, we'll keep you on for the marketing. I love that rundown. <laughs> um, we have had to um, make sites a bit bigger, um, offer more powered sites, because even tents turn up now wanting power, whether it's for the cell phone or the fridge or whatever it might be. Mm. Uh, and then the whole built accommodation range um, campgrounds maybe traditionally were a little bit more um, low budget and we've absolutely got an offering for everyone um, but some of them are now quite high end as well and so um, you know all our motel units for example they've got air conditioning and many of them have got dishwashers in them and you know it's, it's not just low end um, mm. there's something for everyone and yeah, people are choosing them more and more over what might otherwise be traditional accommodation through winter as well. And it always saddens me, um, Peter, we're talking to Peter Crawford of the Waitomo Top 10 Park, it always saddens me when I hear that a camping ground's been sold and for, to a property developer because it, it's such an awesome part of growing up as a Kiwi is you don't have to travel far and you can be a, in a completely different type of destination. Um, demand must be high, bookings you must have to be early these days. Correct. Uh, demand is high. 
Um, we're not completely booked for summer, but we're sort of telling people you want to book tonight rather than next week to, to secure whether it's the dates you want or the, or the exact space that you might want. Um, and, uh, and also we've got international travellers returning as well. We think we're probably about 75% of what we would have had internationally, so that still leaves extra space for Kiwis, but um, to get the best experience, to, um, you better to just jump onto the top10.co.nz and, and find the camp that's going to suit you and, and book the dates you want. What's the number one thing that guests forget and they come and knock on your door and go, hey, mate, I, I forgot <laughs> to bring so-and-so. Is there, is there a, a regular something? <laughs> Oh, one that sticks out is Christmas Day. People wanting cream, um, <laughs> and uh, and or a can opener is pretty pretty common. Um, maybe tomato sauce, but uh, often your neighbour's got these things anyway, and that, that harks back to the idea of it being a small community. So um, people help each other out. Probably sun cream's the other one. Look after the look after everyone and bring sun cream. Awesome. How far afield do they come? Like you've, you've, I don't know how long you've been in the Waitomo one, but do you have, you, you'll have regular returnees. How far afield do they come from? Yeah, Waitomo itself is quite an international park, so we have people from around the globe, um, but within the wider top ten group, and there's, I mean, we've got close to fifty parks throughout the country. So um, some people are just travelling from two streets over, and others are, are from, you know, if, if you think in Queenstown, for example, you could be from somewhere up north. So we do get people from, from far away, but specific to Watomo, um, we have a market of people that's travelling, so they might be based um, sort of north of the Bombays and travelling towards the south, and so they'll stop over for a night or two. Um, that would be uh, quite a regular occurrence for someone who's travelling, but equally we get, we get locals come down with their families or the extended family as well. So um, campgrounds are a place for everyone. It's, it's not so much how far you've travelled, it's the great time you have when you get there. And it's interesting too, like uh, we were talking about this morning, we want to do some stuff preparing people for Christmas and, and things. And I said, I want to talk to someone from a camping ground. And the good thing is top of mind was top 10 holiday parks. Um, so that's where we Googled and that's how we've tracked you down. What's the good thing about being part of a network like top 10? Uh, I think from the guest point of view, it's, it's reliability. Um, without a doubt, the top 10 parks are some of the best in the country, um, but they maintain the standards, mm. <clears throat> and those standards, forgive me, I'm uh, losing my voice, but those standards are really important to us as top 10 owners, and, and so the guests can have an expectation that um, it's going to be clean, it's going to be safe, there'll be a community atmosphere, the facilities will be good, um, and if there are any troubles, then uh, it, gets, it gets sorted pretty quickly, because our brand and our reputations, you know, that's, that's critical to us. Mm, yeah, it's being answerable to a, a bigger cause. And finally, do you have like um, like frequent flyer programs or memberships where you can get a little bit of special treatment? Absolutely. So our top 10 membership has three tiers, bronze through to gold. Uh, the the entry-level bronze, it's a two-year membership, and um, it gets you 10% off your stay at any top 10. Uh, and then the more you stay, the more points you accumulate, a little bit like flight, um, like the New Zealand system. Yep. And so, you know, some, some people who really appreciate and enjoy the top 10 holiday parks, they're getting some pretty substantial discounts with their gold membership. So, uh, and those memberships also entitle you to um, discounts at other places, whether it's um, crossing on the ferry or, or tyre places or, or restaurants local to the, the properties that you're staying at. So, 
Um, yeah, they're really great value. Even before I was a member within the top 10 group, I was recommending uh, the membership, and I had one myself. So, yeah, the top 10 holiday parks membership. Is, um, it's really well worth buying. This sounds like a paid advertisement interview, but it's, I just love camping and I love holiday parks. And so I wish you well. I'll let you get your voice back, mate. Um, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you, Peter. And I wish you a wonderful summer with, with your cool guests. It's fantastic. Thank you, Staffy. And just remember, yeah, top10.co.nz is the place to do all your booking. There it is. Top 10. Top 10.co.nz. And I never realised how many parks they've got in their books. There are truckloads of them. Truckloads of them. We'll take a quick break.